This episode of After the Whistle contains profanity. Listener discretion advised. Please enjoy. Already, I don't care. You're so ready. <laughs> it's ten o'clock. You're supposed to be ready. That was that was a funny look. That was a funny look. I'm not ready. Uh, well, Jr. So, so listen to this. Like I just said to Riv, like I'm watching the NHL Network here, and I just, I'm, I just said to him, and I, I'm having a really hard time these days watching hockey. I'm having yeah, a really hard time watching yeah. hockey. Um, I just don't find it. I don't know. I, I don't know. I just, I just don't find it as enjoyable as it once was. Finding it hard for a lot of for a lot of other reasons, but um, well, let's hear them. Well, I think I think number one, um, just just to see all the bullshit that's going on. New COVID restrictions, the way that they're they're coddling up and, and just being such a such a a toe puller for all the bullshit that's going on and the lies that are happening in this fucking world. Did you see just toe in the line, toe in the line, toe in the line. You know, the fact that the, all these games are getting postponed. But make sure you get your vaccination. Make sure everybody's vaccinated. Make sure. Get everybody vaccinated and be protected. Cancel, cancel, postpone, postpone. What did you think Listen, about I, what, uh, what by the, way, the guys have been saying? I'm, I'm, I'm vaccinated. Okay, had to, to go see my daughter. That's fine. I have no problem, you know, with it. My problem is the mandatory. You have to do it. And if you don't, you're a domestic terrorist. You have to. No, we don't have to do. There's one thing that's for sure in this world is death and taxes in, in, in America. Death and taxes. Not mandates. And mandates are killing our real heroes who are the first responders because they're losing their jobs. Killing small businesses because they can't open up restaurants or run their restaurants the way they want to because they have to test for these mandates. Yeah. It's just it's driving me crazy. So to answer your question, Petey, number one, you know, I got I got thrown out of the out of the NHL and and just you know shuffled away because because of a a, a and very minor or stupid incident and wokeness from uh, a certain entity. So all of a sudden now, nope, nope, NHL, nope. What have you done for me lately? What have you done for me lately? Well, listen, we, we know how we know how that whole system works and watching it now is I think the players are great. I think the things that happen in games are exciting. You know, fighting's gone, which I always enjoyed. Um, you know, we see, we see cheap hits. You know, like the Conley hit the other day. I mean, that's just a that's just a that's just a gutless hit. It's gutless. Yeah. Um, uh, we see things happening in the game that uh, that I don't like, but I just I just watch the way that these these kids. The, the NHL is take, taking away these guys' lives again right now over what? What? An Omicron variant that gives you the cold? I mean, we don't even know anything about it. It's, it's just, it just drives me. You know, it, it, it's, I, I it's, it's incredible. Political. No, it, it, you know what? And I don't want to go political and, and talk about this type of stuff. But, you know, I feel bad for everybody, whether you whether what you believe, okay, and there's and this this country, uh, you know, and in, in the in the world and the information that we are getting is so lopsided, you know, one way or the other. We don't make any sense. We just don't know. 
Well, if you actually have critical thinking on any of this stuff, you know, listen, I mean, nobody, and I mean, nobody on this planet is going to tell me that there is no virus or variant. Okay. Um, it, it, it certainly has, has done damage. Okay. But right now, you know, almost so two years, it, so almost, yes, but not to the same, uh, maybe not to the same level, I think, Jr. Well, um, that depends. That depends on 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 whether you believe the true accuracy of the, of the data. Exactly. I, I mean, and that's and that's the that's the worst part about this whole thing is is we are getting information. All of us are getting information. Anybody who who takes the time, which is very important, who takes the time to look into this, you just don't know where to turn for yeah. for proper it's, information because there's but, just but they turn. They turn, they say, oh, we're following the data. We're just following the science. We're following the data. Yeah. And they don't have any. So what data are you following? I don't, I don't yeah. get it. And the problem, so now the NHL hockey players, as of this week, yeah. cannot eat in a restaurant. They cannot drink in a bar. They cannot be within 12 feet of another person outside their family or their team. Like, are you shitting me? Yeah, they have to wear masks. They have to wear masks indoors. Is is mandated. I'm just. I mean, I I sit there. I I was telling Krista, you know, my my wife. I came back from Boston with my with my youngest son tournament last weekend. I went to a restaurant, um, and uh, you know, we walked in. And you have to have a mask on walking in, which is just, it's, I mean, I, I, you know, when you actually think about it, the logic of all this, it is mind boggling. We're walking in with a mask. We walk 10 feet to the table and then you take your mask off. Okay. But I watched, I watched two people come in. I watched a a man that was uh, probably in his sixties, same thing with his wife. And they sat down. It felt like, you know, just a couple feet from me and I am looking at their masks that they have on their face, especially, especially the older man. It, it literally looked like he has worked every single day for two years in a machine shop. This thing was so dirty and it was a different, it's supposed to be a different shade of blue. It was a darker shade because you could actually see the dirt on it. And I'm just, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, this, this older man is breathing in, disgusting you know stuff in that mask and then two seconds later he's taking it off and he's less than five feet from me and i'm just like where's the logic in all this i don't i don't how about the kids how about the kids in school breathing in the the same stuff in i mean it's yeah i I was walking i was walking out of dinner here in california the other day and i was we i didn't i wasn't wearing a mask and i walked out of the restaurant there was a gentleman that was standing up to leave he put his blue mask on he put this big face shield on with his mask and he had rubber gloves on now if you don't tell me that the government isn't scaring the fucking shit out of people because of yeah. this thing it's just nuts yeah now i, I mean, understand uh, there i know there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of scared pictures. people and i and listen i mean do i do i look at that like or do you look at that man and blame that man i feel sorry I for, for that I person feel bad for him. i yeah. feel bad for him listen like don't 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 yell at me if i don't wear a mask i'm not going to yell at you for wearing one and, and listen he wants to take care of himself but the fact that you have to think that way and live that way because the government and and the people that like fauci who are unelected bureaucrats and by the way Fauci gets a gets a piece of every shot that's put into somebody so you know he's pushing the shit out of it the fact like we can't do Christmas put off Christmas are you fucking kidding me right now like the things that these people are saying they're saying all over the news it was going to be a blizzard of case a blizzard and it, not only was it on one station it was on 30 how does yeah. 30 different stations Say it's going to be a winter blizzard of COVID. It's a talking point that you know somebody in government is telling all these media outlets to say the narrative, say the talking point, get it across to people, scare the shit out of them, get the 
vaccine so Fauci can put two cents into his pocket every time it happens. Such a money grab and power grab. It's just disgusting. I might sound ignorant here, but I don't. I don't watch the news anymore. I'm not afraid of it. I'm not afraid of COVID. I, I'm relatively healthy. I'm vaccinated. Uh, I'm not afraid of Omicron, which sounds like a transformer name, by the way. Um, you, know, you know Omicron. You know Omicron. I told you I think last week. Omicron. If you mix up the numbers, uh, the letters. I mean, you know what it spells? Moronic. It's a moronic. It's if you if you miss jump over the words, you spell moronic. And it is a moronic thought that we have to worry about this thing. This is the only, this listen, is the only I mean, thing I'll say about vaccinations. Hold on one second. Riff. The only thing yeah. I'll say about vaccinations, I'm vaccinated. Okay. Completely against my will uh, because I want to go to Canada. I want to see my family. I want to take my son over to see my parents. That's, that's why I did it. That's you know, why and I, I, I had to go to see my daughter. I, um, I, and I, I you know what I'm going to say? I, like, as soon as I got vaccinated, the second that it was finished and they took the needle out of my arm, I felt completely 30. violated. Dirty. I felt violated. I felt like I got in my car and I sat there and I'm like, why do I need this? Like, what, what, why, don't I, why do I need this? I, I mean, I'm four, I was 40 years old, healthy. You know, I, I, I just... I just felt violated. It's the only word I can use to describe it. I'm vaccinated, got both my shots. I mean, I'm probably going to get a booster if I need it because I'm a puppet uh, or sheep or whatever you want to call it. But I just, I sit there and I just think to myself, felt completely violated. I don't get a flu shot every year. I don't get the flu shot. You know, I don't, I don't. Well, I don't are people going to get the flu shot this year? The flu I, was I completely gone last year. Gone. Like none, zero. I know, I know health officials and like nurses and, and, and healthcare workers all had to get flu shots as well. So they had to get the booster, they had to get the, the vaccine, both shots, they had to get the booster and they had to get the flu shots. So either that or you get fired. Well, episode 26 here, we're talking about the COVID uh, scenarios with Jeremy Roenick and... Uh, I, I don't know. I don't and what know. it's doing, we started, what it's doing yeah, to professional, professional sports, right? Yes, that and that's that was what started this, Petey, with you know the fact that you we were talking how you know just watching the game is is not the same anymore, and I totally agree with you, um, you know. But just watching these watching these these games get postponed and postponed, and then the bullshit that's getting thrown at these kids, like play the games. I'm watching football now. You guys have football, right? You have what four games, three games got got delayed from Sunday to Monday or Sunday to Tuesday. Like, who, who, what's that going to fix? Yeah. What's two, what's, what's two days going to fix when you're in the middle of a pandemic? I guess virus. I guess what I'm, I, well, it, it's not going to do anything um, because the virus is not going away. The question no, that I have will. is the players, will. the players that are getting, that are testing positive from what I understand of the people that are in it, a lot of the players, a large majority of the players are asymptomatic. So they have yeah, no they symptoms whatsoever. They there are some players that do have some symptoms. Um, they're all vaccinated. Okay. So my question is, why are you testing? Why are yeah. you testing these players? Hey, Riff, you know, Riff, Riff, if you are not sick, if you are not you, sick. Yeah. I got to ask you a question. Did you guys... Did you guys ever feel bad the day of a game or did you ever have the flu and play? Many, uh, many times. Many times. I, many I times. have I have some legendary, legendary over my 16-year career times that I was deathly ill, vomiting the day in the morning on the road and and fever. and having the flu fever the whole shoot match yep and mm-hmm. state and and the team would go to the yep. rink in the morning and they would do the practice and i stayed at the hotel and i just tried to get down some electrolytes mm-hmm. um you know and and i ended up playing that night and i yep. played yep. multiple games like that and you just kind of play through it and i and i understand there's gonna be people that are just be like these guys are the biggest bunch of donkeys sitting there talking about the covid virus and you know these guys were sick and i understand that there is a virus i understand that there's covid 
but these players, there's one player in the National Hockey League that's not vaccinated, okay? They are being tested regularly. There's players that are now becoming positive and they're and they're having to sit out yeah. Yeah. because of these positive tests meanwhile they have no symptoms and people are like i read i read uh i, I listened to steve eisman and he was like you know i think that we need to, to think about what we're doing here we're testing players that have absolutely no symptoms and they're asymptomatic and all this and i read the comments of people that were writing in and they were roasting steve eisman and they were, a lot of them were, you know, yes, they're asymptomatic, but they're going to take it home to their family and their kids and their grandparents, and they're going to kill people. And, and, and this is what's happening. And I think, I, I think to myself, are these people that stupid? Do you not they think are. when you go to a they grocery are. store, no, they, do, you they not are. Think, do you not think that you go to a restaurant or the mall or any place that people are not being tested and they probably have. There's probably in how many people, if you were to go to a mall right now, how many people in that mall do you think would test positive for COVID? I was at a mall the other day. It was packed. Yeah. You'd I, have, I you'd have a lot. Well, this is, you know, it's funny you just said that because obviously the one person being Bertuzzi with Detroit, that's not vaccinated. And, and, and this goes back to PD, how we're talking about the game today, right? So back in the day when we would yell at somebody and, and you know, bark at them and be like, your mom's a dog, your mom's a donkey, right? You know, you know, whatever. Now it's like, go get vaccinated. You hear that kid talk? talk yeah, Mason, Mason Gertzen from, Gertzen. I, hey, I Mason said that. Gertzen. Hey, Mason Gertzen, you fucking nerd. Think of something else better than going, get vaccinated. What a idiot like <laughs> come on is that the best you can like so, this is where our, this is where our game is today right so jr i sent this. oh you know what's next jr i kicked your ass so on dumb. Fortnite. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it's just it's so it's so lame it's so lame like gertson get go get him get him get him yeah. get a diction go get a dictionary find some like words to actually go and make somebody feel bad right yeah. Go so how about how about this one? How about this one, Jr. This is critical thinking here. Um, I, I I read this. Uh, Mike Harrington um, tweeted this out yesterday. Oh yeah, get this. And it says a mind-boggling press uh, release out of the OHL. So the um, I think it I think it was Owen Sound. Oh, was Owen it Sound not? attack. Yeah. So the Owen Sound attack put out a press le- press release that. Their building will only have 50% capacity, which, okay, I I understand it moving on. They said, uh, so they're they're going to have, like all all the buildings now, okay, in in Canada. Because, you know, Canada has the most vaccination uh, rates, and they don't let anybody in their country, but they still have COVID more than anybody. But anyway... Yeah, everything's working there. So everything's working. Way to go. Yeah, yeah, they're doing a great way job. To go, way to go, Trudeau, you donkey. So listen to this one. So Owen Sound Attack put out a press press release, fifty percent capacity. So there's only going to be fifteen hundred people allowed in that building watching games, and if you are one of the fifteen hundred uh, fans to watch that game, you are strictly prohibited to have any food or beverage at that game and standing wait for it. listen to this one standing at any kind is strictly prohibited cheering for a goal stop it (laughs) i'll say it again stop it you're not allowed to eat or drink at the game and the best one is standing of any kind is strictly prohibited, including cheering for a goal. Do you know that is, I mean, I've. That's what makes this whole thing an absolute mockery that this is why people are so confused. Who, 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 what kind of imbecilic asshole jerk off, idiot like 
uninformed person makes this rule? Who thinks to create this rule, to write this rule? I wonder if they're allowed to stand for the national anthem. That person who made that rule should never leave his room ever. He should stay in that room as long as it takes for him to go meet the horned devil. Because what he is doing is scaring the living shit out of people without having any kind of positive, real data on anything. That is so... I'll I'll tell you the responsible. It's so irresponsible. You know, listen, I mean, I can't even, I can't even be with myself. You dumb fuck. Period. (laughs) Hey, yeah. I'll tell you the only thing that, but again, Jr. again, I will say this, you say this and, and, and I can feel and hear your anger and, and I feel the same way, but I feel, I feel, I do feel bad because people are not people are listening and wanting information okay they want to be informed i think and the information that's out there is so fear related that these these people are just listening and following and they're they're not critical thinking there's no critical thinking in any of this there's so many loopholes and and oh, he, and he things went, that he went he went off there for a minute. Hang on, and things that you would you would ask questions about in this whole thing. All all we are all we all are doing is trying to work together and try and find our way, you know, and 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 keep ourselves healthy, um, moving forward. I think that's the most important thing. But some of these things that are happening, the mandates, um, I think you have to at least ask questions. You know, and if you get answers that make sense, then 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 so be it. But, you know, the the most important thing is to. Keep everybody healthy, keep everybody healthy and 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 try and find solutions in all this. But we all have to understand that these variants, you know, it was covid-19 and then it's the Delta and now it's on the cross. There's going to be there's going to be 100 more. They're, they're not I mean, it's they're stop. not going away. So, you know, well, no, it's not that they're not going away. They're, they're not going to let it stop. You don't think that this that these scientists and the government have this thing planned for months after months. I saw a list of when, when did the Delta were, variant come out, Jr. Delta came out when last uh, uh, August it came, came out August, in August. September. And when's that yeah. right before school? Yeah, listen, it's, it's Omicron it's, came out when in, in, in November. Yeah, right yep, before right Thanksgiving, before, right, before right before, right before the holidays. Hey, I saw a list, and I I saw a list uh, on one of my social medias of all the variants that they had planned and set up for different times and different years. Okay, yep. they already have they have fifteen variants already planned, and they have the 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 kind of the the area of time that it's going to come out. So. This is there's going to be another variant, another variant, because they already have it planned of when they are going to announce it. Like, how do you know if you have Omicron or you have Delta? Like, I, I mean, I don't know. How do they test for that? Is it does it test different on a on a quick test? Does it say you have Omicron or you have Delta? Like, I don't understand how you know the difference. But you know what bothers me? Because we're talking about these games being canceled and being postponed. What the experts, experts say is that if you have the vaccination, you are not going to get as sick and you're not going to die. Okay. Everybody except for one in the National Hockey League are vaccinated. So if you're not going to die and you don't get as, don't get as bad as symptoms, why not play the game? Like we said before, we played sick. We played with the flu. We played probably a lot sicker than a lot of these guys that got tested positive are feeling right now. What what is the benefit if everybody is vaccinated like the National Hockey League wanted? Why don't they play? They're together all the time anyway, right? They're, They're their house, from their house to the arena. 
And that's that's what Steve Eisenman was saying, and he was getting absolutely like Riv said, he was getting roasted for it. I'll tell you this, like, um, I I, I think the one thing that is most disappointing uh, for me that I've witnessed in the last year and a half is that is that uh, COVID has divided this country and well, not just this country, the world, because people have difference of opinion. And I thought a difference of opinion is, is what makes the world go round is what is what, you know, allows for conversation. But in this particular instance, people are, are, it's either black or white, you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, if you feel one way, you're ostracized. Like, you know, people are going to hear this, this conversation and they're going to write to us and they're going to say, you guys are idiots. You're uninformed. Yeah. You're uneducated. Yeah. You're just dumb hockey players. Shut up and just talk about hockey. And well, I don't understand. Like after we okay, shut well, off, let's, after, let's... after we shut off after the whistle, I mean, it, we're just normal citizens like anybody else. We're just normal human beings. I mean, I, I don't know why, yeah. why well, I'm not entitled at, to let, my opinion look. and you're not yours and Craig yours and Steve Eiserman his. And mm-hmm. I just, that's well, the one thing I, I think. That's because like, the media, that's because that, that's the media, the media carries the carries the verbiage from the government. Okay. Now I don't care whether you're a Republican, Democrat, liberal, uh, independent. I don't, I don't care. But when you have, when you have a certain party that every time they get questioned about something and get opposed to something, the only thing that they say, you're racist. Oh, you're racist. Instead of having a conversation and someone slaps a, a title. They slap a title on you. They're so quick to they, just slap because, a title on you. Yeah, because you know what? Because so many people are afraid of that term that it ends the conversation. So the Democrats, whatever, you, however you want to judge them on their level of their liberalness to their moderateness, it's you're racist. You're racist. And the media pushes you're racist. And it's, they, they hope that they scare the piss out of people that they stop the conversation or they scare enough people to make them vote a certain way because their policies suck as you see what's happening in this world today. Now in this new, uh, and again, I'm getting political and I'm sorry, but I have to do it. Joe Manchin just saved the saved our country by denying this Build Back Better. Did you know this Build Back Better bill had, had a clause in it for billions and billions of dollars, okay? Billions of dollars that every single person that works in the media, whether it's print media or whether it's television media, was going to get a $12,000 raise. Why in a Build Back Better bill are you, are you giving every media person a raise in this bill? It's for them to spew and to carry their fucking agenda. And that pisses me off. And these are the people that are yelling and screaming, the media, scaring the shit out of people that we're going to have a, a death, death crazed winter. We're so listen, listen to this death. one, JR. Let me add to so that. You're, so you're right. It is separated. <laughs> we are more divided than ever. And it's because of the media. It's terrible. I, I, have, uh, I have like a, an article that was sent from uh, the White House. That this just came did out they the send other it directly, day. directly to you. Yes, yes, they did. Wow, you're on the inside, eh? And uh, in the article, it it basically stated, say, it says we are intent on not letting Onocrom disrupt work schools for the vaccinated. You've done the right thing, and we will get through this. For the unvaccinated, you are looking at a winter of severe illness and death to yourselves, your family, and the hospitals. You soon will overwhelm. If that if that's not it's coming irresponsible, from that's the coming from the White House. It's, it's such an irresponsible, irresponsible quote. It is so irresponsible of the leaders of the free world to instill fear like that without having any any logical data on something we're going through now so let me get this straight if you're vaccinated you can still get the virus and you can still transmit the virus you can still pass it on if you're unvaccinated you can get it and still pass it on the only difference is 
you're not going to die and you're going to get less symptoms. Okay. So if, if I decide I don't want to get vaccinated, I, me, I'm taking my chance of getting really sick or dying. That's my choice. Mine, me. If I, if, if I want to take my death into my own hands, then let me do it. I'm not hurting you. I'm not hurting Petey. Well, you are because not, we'd, we'd miss no, you on after the whistle. Yes, oh, you are. Well, that's, that, that's, that, no, that's true. That's true. But you guys know, like, that is my choice. Let us have that choice. That's well, they what say, I don't get about Okay, so thing. let me rebuttal that, JR. The unvaccinated apparently right now in the media are overwhelming hospitals. Um, which is taking bad. beds away from the vaccinated people that 80, are, are sick. 80%, 80% of the people with Omicron right now are double vaccinated. Double vaccinated. And the reason why you're, and, and it's a narrative, okay? Is that, that just, just to be over, clear, is that, over, is that no, an no, accurate statistic? Yes, that, yes, okay. it is an accurate statistic. Is anything accurate in today? But, but what they're telling you, it's a narrative, okay? What they're not telling you is how many nurses and how many beds are actually in that ER. Okay? Frontline workers so, were uh, a year ago given a, a choice. You can either get vaccinated or you can get fired. And yeah, there the was heroes. many. The heroes. The rah, heroes. Rah, the heroes of 2020. And aren't they the ones that were sitting in the hospitals and they were taking pictures of their faces with rashes on them because they were wearing masks and they were garbed yep. up yep. from head to yep. toe for like four days straight. Some of them literally, weren't sleeping. They, they literally put their life on the line yes. because we didn't know about this thing. But yes. now, now they're domestic terrorists. Now they're domestic terrorists. But you, you, you're right. And, and you're right, Riv. But they don't give you the whole story. They tell you something to, to, and they tell you the worst part of something without telling you what leads up to that, to that data, right? So yep. yes, our, our hospitals maybe, are the ERs overwhelmed? Possibly. That's what they're telling us. Now, if the media is telling us that, I don't believe a fucking word of it. But if there's 10 beds in an ER, and there's nine nurses, right? And you have four people come in and you need, you need two nurses per COVID case, okay? Two, not one. You need two nurses per COVID case. So if, if you have a lack of workers and a lack of beds and you might have seven or 10 people come in, you're overwhelming the ER. That's their definition of overwhelming the ER. Now we're gonna stop our whole world and change everybody's lives and how we, how we, I was just looking around and I was just can't even believe that everybody today has to wear a mask with so much beautiful fresh air. Like we are bound to wearing masks in this beautiful world and denying ourselves fresh air because of a very, few percentile points of people that have over, that have underlying conditions or are of the elderly compromised elderly immunities yep yeah whatever it's, whatever it's happened crazy. to the it's cdc crazy. the cdc is the is the bible it came out and said you know if if you are not compromised and and listen i mean this virus hits the older the older generation that's that's the way it is if you're over 60 then then you have a it's a much more serious virus yeah compromised immunities you are in a you have to take this ex, extremely serious but when you're we, we've when they're saying that you have a 99 percent chance of not dying if you're a healthy person then even more yeah. even more even more than 99 percent. the problem is they don't understand what we're losing. We are losing a generation. We're losing a generation to protect the generation that is about to leave us. Okay. We're losing our 10 year olds, our nine year olds, our 11 year olds, our 12 year olds, our 14 year olds, kids that are not having the proper school uh, system, not having the, the ability to, breathe in fresh air, 
the, the, to learn because when you learn and have, have, have facial um, face masks on, it, it's tough to learn in school. You're having kids that who 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 are having mental health problems now that are that are getting demoralized mentally because of the situation. We are losing our youngest generation, which we have to rely on in a couple. It's over this depression and ang- depression and ang- suicide. anxiety suicide mm-hmm. for the for for the younger generation right now is through the roof. And you know, I, I have my daughter who uh, we are picking up uh, actually today. My wife's on the way um, and my my daughter uh, goes to Western uh, University in Ontario. So she, you know, she is she's vaccinated and um, she she is, you know, their schools in, in Ontario right now are are shutting down, mm-hmm. shutting down. Yeah. They told every one of these kids and let you will not be coming to school unless yeah. you're fully vaccinated. Okay. And, and we made that choice and my daughter made that choice. And now she, after doing all the stuff that she had to do, she's being told that she can't go to school. Very mm-hmm. difficult on these young people. Yeah. Well, listen, let's, let's leave, let's leave this conversation at this. What's happening in this, in this world is is a crime it is the biggest crime of 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 human existence it's we're never going to get the right answers we're never going to get the real truth but i would just hope that people would look read open their eyes and be informed of what's going on and what's what's really happening so that they can make better decisions for their own life like, and let, let, let's, let's it's very let's, hard right now jr because i'm going to tell you you I can get say it, that I get you it. say the words of go and be informed you have to read you have yeah. to to find information the problem is wherever you turn there's always something different there's always a different opinion there's always a different agenda you do not know right now if you're getting good proper information whether you are an anti-vaxxer or whether you thousand percent believe in the science it's they're so conflicting in everything that's going on right now um but there's got to be everybody you got to hope you got to hope that common sense hasn't left our world either okay every single person has i would hope i mean i'll question a few people i would hope has common sense oh gosh if if you read from both sides if you read from both sides right if you get if you get all the information you can make you can determine yourself which i do which you can see why i'm so passionate about it but yeah. no common sense common sense and not even it doesn't take COVID out of it <laughs> take COVID away this is not even oh. a COVID comment the common sense well, common is lacking sense, globally yeah, common sense common sense common sense on the on the leader level like on the government level yeah is okay. gone is gone is gone um, i would have to think i would have to think that the that the average money power control they have it right now it's taken two years to to um you know just build a tremendous amount of fear around this and i'm not ever going to say that covid uh 19 is not a thing it is it 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 was dangerous um it, it 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 swept through uh, not not only North America but the world, and has done a lot of damage. But you know, it's been almost two years, and we're moving in a direction that you know we we talk about the Delta uh, variant, which I haven't heard anything about the Delta variant in yeah. months no, because anyway, that was anyway. that was five months ago. And Omicron you know is now supposed to be ten, like five hundred percent more contagious. But when you listen and you really research Omicron, they say that it's very mild. You're, the, the symptoms that you're getting are very mild. Um, you know, it, it's you know not nearly. You know what else is an issue, Rip? You know what else is an issue? And a big issue is opioids. Okay. We just lost, we just lost a big member of the hockey world in Jimmy Hayes because of opioids. Okay. Opioids. Hundreds over a hundred thousand people 
have passed because of opioids this year. Okay. But the government's not going to shut down and, and build the wall and stop the immigration and let all these people flow through like it's a, like it's a, you know, like it's a, a you know, a waterfall into our country. They won't, they won't go down and, and stop the problem where the opioids come from. Like, and they're worried about the kids and, and this virus. It just doesn't make any sense. They say they worry about this, but they have something else that has been a, just as big of a problem, if not bigger for the longest time, and they do nothing about it. They just let it go. It boggles my mind. It truly boggles my mind. It's just. Yeah, it's interesting it's not, you bring up the opioids. <clears throat> it's very interesting you bring that up because, because to me, that, is a, uh, that was a bigger issue, in my opinion. With, I mean, I had, I had a friend of mine seven years ago, had a 21-year-old son uh, die from, an, from opioid uh, abuse. Yeah. Uh, well, not even abuse, just, uh, just, you know, just. But you ask yourself, you know, like, you know when you talk about opioids, there's, you have to look deeper into it. You ask yourself, why are they starting in the first place? Some people are starting to take opioids because they have pain, okay? Physical pain. They're dealing with injuries. They're dealing with something. And, you know, opioids just, I mean, they, uh, they grab you and they don't let you go. And, you're, yeah. and your life is an uphill battle. I'm going to tell you this right now. And uh, it's interesting that you just uh, mentioned that, Jr. I have uh, I had a, had a had a friend from back home that just basically uh, uh, overdosed from uh, opioids. This is a guy that um, I grew up with in North Bay, and uh, it's unbelievable. Sorry to hear that, man. I didn't know yeah, that. It's awful, man. It's awful, man. I'm sorry, man. It's just, it's, I know it's, and by the way, yeah. see, see what you're, what you're feeling right now. Millions and millions of people feel every single day. Mm. And these people are worried about getting vaccinated from a, from a, from a, from a, a virus that makes you have the flu and things that are actually, actually killing people in opioid addiction. It is real. And the fact that they are not stopping the the main root, the main root of the access of these opioids, and and it's just it's un it's just unbelievable to me. And yeah. I'm watching a show called Dope Sick. Have you guys seen Dope Sick yet? No. So Dope Sick is this is where the opioid um, uh, opioid started how it started and how it got going it's truly an amazing it's an amazing movie it's called dope sick you guys got to watch it it's really it's pretty down. unbelievable it's pretty unbelievable <clears throat> it's a tough transition out of this conversation i'll tell you that but i mean where, anything, where, anything crazy hockey going on right now i know uh, you said you're bored of watching it but olympics are um, olympics are shut down for nhlers great and the call by the way up. by you guys Great call by you guys. Yeah. Yep. I mean, call. when you have when you have stipulations that you know, if you test positive in China, Beijing, Beijing, correct? Beijing, China, and you could be there for twenty one days, upwards of five weeks. Like these 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 men have families, they have responsibilities back home, and uh, they're sacrificing even going over to the Olympics for a couple of weeks uh, to begin with, leaving their 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 kids and and um, you know it it's uh, it's tough because I I love the Olympics. I love yeah, the Olympics. I love watching the highest level of hockey with the greatest players to don the skates in one mm -hmm. in one tournament, one mega tournament. But that being said, it just it does not make sense for these NHL I think players. They made, the, they made the right decision. They made the right decision. I think I so. Yeah. Yep. Let me I ask some, so Jr. You you played in both World Cup and uh, and Olympics. What would you prefer? I'm an Olympic guy. I watched the 1980 Olympics. Watched the 
the U.S. beat the Russians, and it made me want to become a, a an Olympian. Made me want to become a pro. The Olympics to me are the it's the pinnacle the, of the, hockey. The, the cream of the crop. Now, if you if you gave me a, a would I rather win a gold medal or a Stanley Cup? I would want to win a Stanley Cup. It, it's it's I just know how difficult it is to win that too. Um, you know. You get it. You get a chance every every four years to win a, a a gold, right? We had a chance every year to win a Stanley Cup, and I didn't get one. So I know how hard it is. And then I see guys like Pat Maroon, who I'm so envious of, and I think is awesome, who has one third of this one no one eighth of the stats that I had, and he's got three in a row. <laughs> you know. It's, yeah. it's amazing. It's amazing how it works, right? It's, you got to be at the right place at the right time. You have that. Everything has to fall into place. Everything has to be, you know, aligned with the moon. And, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's amazing how, how hard it is to win championships. Yeah, it is. You know, so, but what you guys think of, uh, Conley's Conley's hit the other day? Like, can, what are we thinking? What are, what are we thinking? In this situation. Well, did you see Pavelski's press conference after? Yeah, of course. He was pretty emotional because of what happened to him a few years ago, right? A couple mm-hmm. of years ago. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what did I think of it? I, I've I've watched it plenty, like plenty of times, and by that I, I say five or six times. I mean, I don't know if that's enough to really have a have a say on it. I mean, the the outcome is terrible. I, I'm just I'm I'm just confused. Did it look like he was blatantly going to try and hit him, or did it look like I know the puck was coming around the boards? And is it Kiro? Is that how you say his name? Kiro, Tanner Kiro. Um, I know he was he was definitely not ready, and he was in a vulnerable position. And I, I it did it. I mean, did it look like like a collision? Uh, did it look like he was kind of cut off? Like, did it look like uh, Connolly was cut off, maybe trying to go and get the puck, or did it look like he was trying to lay him out? Because if he, that looks like a, if he's trying to lay him out, that looks like a play from the eighties, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it would have been clean hit. Oh, the puck was near him. You know, he laid him out. But I, I'm just, I just don't know. Is Connolly that type of player? No, but he made his decision. He made his decision what he was going to do before the puck even got let off the defenseman stick. Okay. Because in his mind, in his mind, as, as we see the game, you know, move that, def- that defenseman was going to make the pass to the winger and it may be a chip out. Right. So Conley, right in his own mind, early made the decision that I'm going to hit Kiro. Now Kiro is still looking back and he's vulnerable. And when that defenseman let that puck go, Conley already had made up his mind that that defenseman was passing it to Conley and he just finished his check rather than take a real look at the puck, what was happening and react to the play instead of making a predetermined decision. And it ended up costing them. That's how I see it. I'm still trying to find it. Be honest with you guys. I oh, didn't you haven't see seen it, it yet. No, um, I'm going to look it up. Who was it? Who yeah. was it that, uh, I can't remember the exact, who, you broke your jaw on a play through the middle, didn't you? Was it Jeff Cornell? I didn't break my jaw. I got knocked out cold on two, two separate ones. One when I was really young in 1989 or maybe 90 in Minnesota, I was coming across the middle and I, I learned at a very young age, don't go in the same direction that the puck is coming. Keep continuing through the middle ice. Jimmy Johnson came with a flying elbow across, right through the middle and just caught me perfect as one of those where you just, you know, deteriorate to the ice. And 15 minutes later, I woke up in the dressing room on the training table. I have no idea. 15 minutes. I had no idea how I got there. I remember nothing within those 15 20 minutes i remember there was it's erased from my lifetime and they told me that they they stood me up and i skated you know with help to the to the bench and that i walked to the locker room 
And I'm like, I, I don't remember. I don't even remember doing that. Um, and then, and then Jeff, uh, Russ, uh, Jeff Courtnall got me in, in St. Louis, came across the middle, turned back, shot far corner, went top cheese on Curtis Joseph, beautiful goal. Right as I was turning, shot, boom. I mean, shoulder to the chin, knockout. And I spent the night in the hospital in St. Louis that night from that hit. Um, and it was a good hit. I mean, at the time, back then, it was a great hit. I'm, I'm opened up. I take the shot. I had the puck. You know, Jeff Corton all hit me. And, and I never, I mean, Jimmy Johnson's was cheap. Um, Jeff Courtney. You didn't have an issue with Courtney's, eh? Wow, good for you for owning that. Because I mean that that's a that's a tough look. I just looked at that earlier. Yeah, no, I I didn't. No, I that's that was a great hit. I've I did that to Kelly Kissio. I did that to Kelly Kissio in the old Cal Cal Palace in San Jose. Literally, he was coming across the middle, turned, and I hit him, and he almost did a full flip in the air, and landed back in his stomach. And I remember his going off the ice. He had like Droopy the dog eyes, and and Stu Grimson looked at looked at him and said, "That hey Kelly, your teammates should let you know when the Zamboni's on the ice next time." <laughs> and that's and, when, uh, but that's when that you know what guys, it's it's funny. Guys were joking about uh, being knocked out back then because no one knew the severity of it, right? No one, yeah. no one knew. What the long term potential of how many how many concussions did you have? You make a joke like that now to a teammate, Jr. Oh my God! Yeah, no. Kid and knocked a kid out. Did the sleepy look? He got suspended for. He he did the the old one of those, and and he got suspended for three games. I mean, it's crazy. I had I had thirteen documented um, major concussions. What in the league? In the league, thirteen. Yep. Documented. Um, yeah, I so got, which means um, you had like forty. I, I got knocked out five times in the league, like knocked out. Um, my broken jaw with Hatcher, that was a separate. That's not a, that that was not a knockout. I had my 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 broken jaw with the puck slam me in the face and knock me out cold. That was not a knockout. That was a puck knockout. That was a broken jaw knockout. I had five hits that knocked me out. Then I had Hatcher. And I had my broken jaw with the puck. That's just seven. And, you know, then I've had, then I've had my bell rung. Darcy Tucker hit me in the 2004 playoffs. And I literally, I duck, I duck walked it, duck walked it back to the, uh, you know, back to the bench, missed half a period. Oh, that's Um, a lot, man. I I would Uh, have to, I would, I think I have four documented but I ain't going to tell you, I mean, now that we're now what a concussion is, which was not a concussion back when we were playing. I mean, if you saw stars, yep, that would be a concussion. I, mean, I saw stars every game, guys. Every yeah. game. I remember. I, just, I remember. Here's the thing. That's because you were looking in you the don't... mirror before the game. But I can, I can, people, people don't realize that um, I saw stars giving hits, like giving hits. And I'm, you know, I never thought about, I, I went back to the bench, my arms were fuzzy, you know, my head was fuzzy. You don't really say anything because you don't want to leave the game. Yep. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you know, thinking back to the amount of concussions that I probably would have had, had. I, I don't even know where to begin. I mean, and so do, you know, uh, do you know where I, do you know where I got the most stars <clears throat> when I'd be four checking and all I was, all I had in my mind was running that defenseman through the fucking boards. So I'm coming in, I'm flying. I go to hit the defenseman, the defenseman moves and I slam bam right into the glass. Don't hit anything but the glass. And all of a sudden, just whoo, and I have to to steady myself for a couple seconds. Then the stars go away. I keep playing. You know what's interesting? I, I, and this is, well, it's not, it's not funny at all. It really isn't funny, but it, it it was kind of funny. Um, My wife and I 
when I was, uh, I ended up getting knocked out in a, in a fight with Brant Myers from the Philadelphia Flyers. He, That'll he, happen. he damn near punched my head off my shoulders and, um, he was a tough kid. He was a tough kid. Yeah. And, uh, I went in, uh, I went into the box and then, you know, I got kicked out of the game. So I had to skate across the ice. And I remember my body was like literally vibrating, like, like I had been electrocuted, um, and sticking my hand, you know, in a socket or whatever it. And I remember them saying to me, um, they had asked one of, one of the, the players that wasn't playing that night, they asked, they said, Hey, go. And you need to literally follow, you know, ribs around, get him in the shower, get them all cleaned up, get them in a suit. And then we're going to take him, take him to the hospital sort of thing. Right. And apparently I was in the shower and this, this guy off the team, which is, you know, it's totally common, right. Guy standing there in a suit, watching me shower. But uh, apparently I had asked him upwards of 20 times in less than five minutes, what the score was. What's the score? Oh, we're winning three, two ribs. Everything's good. You know, all, all good. Oh, great, great. What's the score? Hey, what's the score? Are we winning? Oh yeah, we're winning three, two ribs. Yeah, everything's great. Okay, awesome, awesome. And it just kept on yeah. going over and over and over. Um, but my my story I was going to say is after that that cert that concussion in particular, um, which I think I had a few others before that. I was joking with my wife uh, for a few years. It actually happened for a few years that up in the corner of my left eye was a monkey. There was like a monkey. That... Sorry to laugh. I've had concussions too. I, I can laugh. Okay. We've all had it, but I'm laughing. Go ahead with the monkey. Okay. But I would be in conversation with my wife at the time. And all of a sudden I would just whip my head around because the monk, that damn, that, that monkey was sitting in the corner up, up in the corner. I would look and then the monkey wasn't there. And this went on. I can't help, for, I can't help but laugh at a monkey. And, and, and the you funny thing is even to this day, even to this day, it, you know, oh. you know, my, you know, if I'm, if I'm sitting there and I'm having a conversation and all of a sudden I kind of like turn my head for a second and she'll, she'll be like, was it the monkey? And I'm like, really? But uh, yeah, I mean, I had, and obviously it was not a monkey, but it looked oh, there was, like there a was monkey. No monkey there. Well, there was something there, but I don't know. It, uh, it's like, and it happened so many times. Oh. Um, and it's just. Uh, wow. Terrorized by the monkey. Yeah. Been, terrorized you know by I, that hey, damn monkey. J.R. You know? Ribs isn't much of a movie buff, but you know what oh. I think about when he says there was a monkey there? I think about the movie Billy Madison and the Penguin. <laughs> yeah, it's something like that. <laughs> and we, I, I laugh about it now. Now, I haven't, I haven't oh. seen the, the monkey in, in a number of, number of years, which is a great That's thing. Good. But, uh, thing. you know, I, 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 I laugh at it, but I think to myself back at that time, there was also, a, there, there had thing. to be, there had to be something going on with thing, my, man. my brain to, uh, sure. react. That that's way, a good, so. that's a good, that's a good point. Because what it is, it is your brain. So what we need to, what, what needs to happen in our society and in our health, uh, in our doctors and, and the scientists and everything, it can, it should no longer be termed a concussion. Because concussion has been that word for 40, 50 years, right? Concussion for the longest period didn't mean anything. So when you say concussion, people are like, oh, that's okay. Just sleep it off, whatever, whatever. It should be called a brain injury. They should call all these brain, brain trauma, brain trauma, brain injuries. Don't call them concussions because if you say we have a brain trauma, all of a sudden somebody's like, whoa, hey, I got I to gotta take care of this. This, we have a problem with the brain, the most important part of your body. So, yeah. can I ask you an uh, uncomfortable question? Uh, something we, we've, I mean, we've chatted on on shows for years now, mm-hmm. and we've never had this discussion. Where are you at with, I guess, the thoughts on CTE, and and do you think mm-hmm. you you're living with it? Do you think are you afraid of it? I mean what's your, and you know, you don't have to answer that either. Cause I know like you'll answer anything, but I mean, this is, 
it's a rather personal one, but we had Ryan Leaf on. And I asked him the same question because yeah. we talked concussions, and you know he scared was scared to death there. of it, man. Scared to death of it. And that movie, that movie with Will Smith, concussion, was one of the scary was one of the scariest movies I've ever watched. And it was it was scary because it's real life, right? And things that we don't know. And unfortunately, with CTE, you don't know if you have it until you're dead. I mean, you can have symptoms and you can have things that happen to you. Like obviously we've seen some of the suicides in football and some of the dramatic things that are happening in, in with some of these retired alumni, but it's scary. Um, you know, I, I try not to think about it because I can't change it now. I do take, I do go and get treatments on my brain. I get cold laser, you know, the blue Ray laser to try to keep, you know, keep healthy. I, I definitely do stuff to help myself because I could at 65, you know, just, you know, go lights out mentally. I, I don't know. It's, it's a real thing and it's scary. Um, you know, you see Keith Primo is, is, is donating his brain after he dies. I'm going to donate my brain, you know, when I'm gone. Um, because the more that you can, I mean, someone who has 13 concussions, who, who has lived pretty, pretty normally. Um, I think they need to read that. So it, it's a scary thing. Um, I'm, I definitely think about it a lot. I got, I got nothing else. Um, simply because I don't care to talk about anything else today. We've talked about a lot of important stuff, and I, you know what? We're I don't think we're going to lose any fans, but I think we're definitely going to, definitely well, going we to. De- uh, we definitely sparked. We definitely sparked a bunch of uh, of, I think, op- op- opportunities to start conversations. Now I love that. I love how much attention after the whistle is getting. Are getting so much attention, getting so many downloads, getting so many viewers, so many watchers. I would love to see, I would love to see the conversation start happening towards the three of us. Um, you know, whether it's on the social or however we, it happens, because today we were pretty political. And you know, sorry for all you hockey fans, we got a little bit of hockey in there, but I think it's life. And sometimes you just gotta you gotta talk about life and start conversations because a lot of people are afraid of the conversation, and that's why we're so divided is because we're afraid to have that conversation. And you know what? Respect people's opinions. Don't hate them. Thank you. Respect respect their opinions yeah. and listen to them. And maybe there's a common a common bond or a common. Um, there's no you know, respect any. There's there's very little. Listen, I mean, like you said, Petey. Respect. What's that? Riff? I said, like like you said, there's going to be a lot of people that listen to this episode, and there's going to be a lot of people that um, want to throw hatred towards you know what sure. we have talked about today. And and for me, I hope. I hope whether you agree or disagree, I'm not, I'm not looking for people to agree with what I have to say. Um, I think it's just for us to collectively be able to discuss. And I, and I respect um, opinions of others, whether they disagree with my opinions, I, I respect this. And I think that's the biggest thing is, is to be able to, you know, own your opinion, respect others, and and hopefully we can just come to yeah. and find the best solution possible for, find some for everyone. Ground. What, you, what you just said, what you just said, Riv, is really important because if people are too afraid to talk about it, okay, you can't see right now we're not afraid to talk about it. We're not afraid to tell our opinions. And there could be 10, a hundred, maybe a thousand people will listen to what we have to say because we had the balls to talk about it that never thought of maybe something that we said or didn't even occur to them or, Hmm, let me look that up. Hmm. Let me do some research on that. Or, wow, that was pretty, that was, that's pretty interesting. Um, uh, you know, comment, pretty interesting insight. Maybe I'll look into that or maybe he's right. Or maybe it's just what a freaking idiot, but that's okay. But the yeah. fact that we have the balls at least to talk about it, a lot of people will not talk about it because they're afraid of that backlash. Yeah. So I think, I, I think doing, it's just about respect. Good. Whether you yeah, have well, an opinion on this, I think it's about respect. I'm not, I'm not here yeah. to put 
anybody in danger. I'll tell you that right now. I, I, I want to discuss and think about it. I don't, I don't, I don't sit there and drive in my car and look across at a stoplight at a guy that's double masked in his car alone. I don't look at that guy and, and think that he's doing something wrong because he's not doing something wrong. Okay. He is doing what's right for him. And I respect it. I don't understand it. I know, but you don't feel even safe in your own car. Well, I mean, PD, it's about, I, I, let me, let me tell you, you talk about driving around with masks on too. You talk about being safe. You talk about being safe. But if he feels that that is doing him right, then what are you to judge him? Let him do that. And I mean, I I just think it's the same the other way. Yes, absolutely. Anyway, great episode, guys. I mean, uh, this was was, was good. It was great. I hope that we didn't piss off too many people. (laughs) I always piss off people. (laughs) No, we, we know this. And that's that's why we love having you on. <laughs> Episode what, Riff? Uh, 26. There you go. There, there we go, boys. Greatest 26 ever to play in the NHL. Who is it? Jocelyn Lemieux. <laughs> <laughs> Jocelyn Lemieux. Peter Stastny. Peter Stastny, baby. All right. Yeah, that might be the yeah, one. That might, yeah, that might be the That guy. might be the one. All right, JR. Thanks as always. That's a wrap on another episode of After the Whistle. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, After the Whistle, and at Craig Reve 52 at the Instigator76. And you can find us, as you already know, on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube, and anywhere else where you can get your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to spread the word.